What is up, Wholesale 2 Million family? We're back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview, and I am excited for this one as well um, because um, Keith was in our web class, you know, to see him from going in there with no deals to now closing his first deal, and it's actually a back-to-back. -back. So, Keith, how much was your first uh, wholesale deal, dude? Uh, 3000 and 5000 A 3000 and 5000 Yes. It's like back-to-back, -back, right? Back-to-back, back, close the same day. <laughs> nice. Now, Keith, uh, where does the, the lease source came from? Uh, one was from a postcard, which I learned in your web class, and the other one from a coal pile from a VA. One of them is from a postcard, okay, and then the other one was from cold calling, right? Yes. Boom. You guys, please, you know, if this video add any value to your life, to your business today, please show my guest, Keith, some love. You know, he's been hustling and grinding from this and finally closed his first deal. I'm pumped. I'm happy for him. I'm excited for him and obviously many more to come. So please show my guest some love. Smash the thumbs up and comment below and let me know, um, you know, what's one takeaway or comment below and say congrats to Keith. That would be awesome. Now, before I let Keith take over, I want those of you to understand this. Now, this is not for everyone but I am taking on 20 people exclusively. I'm doing another web class happening on December 14th. It's a Saturday, December 14th, 20 people only, right? It does cost $2,000 per person or per couple. So maybe you have a business partner, but on that day, I'll be able to share with you everything, all the systems, all the program, all the strategies, all the marketing tips, finding cash buyer. You know, maybe you want to get into another virtual market or you want to do it virtually. I'll show you from A to Z exactly how to do this but I'll share with you all the tools, all the systems, all the companies we use, all the markings, um, and it'll be a web class like this, so I'll be able to answer any questions that you have. My goal is to unlock anything that's holding you back from getting to the next level. Um, it's pretty much all across the board. It's for anyone that's, you know, you're either starting out, you haven't done your first deal, you know, you're lost, you're confused, you're overwhelmed, you don't have an action plan, a clear action plan of what you need to do, or maybe you have closed some deals, but it's not consistent and you're trying to scale up to get to the next level and you want the deals to close more consistently every single month, or maybe you're trying to get to the six figure a month. Join me on that day. I'll give you everything that you need. So whatever it is that you feel like right now that is holding you back or that missing link that you're trying to figure it out, I will be able to resolve and be the missing link to your puzzle on that day. And uh, so if, you, if that's you I'm talking to, shoot an email over to wholesale2millions, wholesale2millions at gmail.com, and I'm ready to rock and roll with you. So anyways, with that being aside, you guys, let me, uh, help me welcome Keith. What's going on, buddy? Not much, man. Just chilling, Carl. Just chilling. <laughs> Just chilling. Chilling in a feeling, right? Chilling? Yes, sir. So Keith, what's that, man? Now, nah, just trying to get some more deals. Actually, I got a couple more deals in the contract, so dude i love it man uh, dude uh seeing you in the class with you know obviously just starting out trying to get your first one man to now closing two deals and many more on the contract dude um so dude i'm happy and i'm very very excited for you keith and uh first of all man i want to say congrats you know for putting in the work for putting in the hustle for making it happen because we all know it right knowledge information without execution without <laughs> Without you putting in the work, it's, it's, it's worthless. Very much so, very much so. So, uh, so, so Keith, could you share with us, man? Um, take us back to your story, man. Uh, so, uh, man, my story, you know, I work in uh, 
all in grants. But you know, I, I got a pretty good job. I can't complain. I make really, really good money, you know, but I kind of work a, a crazy schedule, you know. It's 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 ship work, it's days and nights. It's only 14, I mean, it's only like 14 days a month. So I'm off like 14 days a month. But, you know, I always wanted to uh, get into real estate. So back in back in March, I think I heard the, uh, was it Fan Merrill? I think I heard his uh, infomercial on the uh, radio about coming to a seminar about uh, wholesaling. So, you know, me, uh, I'm kind of questioning it. It was free. Of course, it was free. The first was free. My dad, I was telling him, look, man, ain't nothing free in life. You got to pay something. You got to pay some type of way. So I said, hey, uh, Keith, dude. I don't mean uh, I don't mean uh, to cut you off, Keith, but uh, could you put on a mic or something like that? Because it's a little bit hard to like uh, kind of hear you, man. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, because uh, I feel like there's a little echo in the back, so it's a little bit hard to hear you, man. But I'm loving it, dude. Um, it's still a little weak. Uh, could you see something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I can hear you, but it, but it, it's not super clear. So, I mean, if that's the way that it got to be, then uh, let's just go ahead and move forward, Keith. Okay. I'm, I'm not yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's a little bit better, bro. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on. Can you hear me now? Yep, yep, yep. I think uh, I think uh, it's a little bit uh, better now, dude. Okay, go ahead. Go on. Yep. Uh, yeah. So um, I started researching about the Van Mural class, and um, I found out that it wasn't totally free. You know, uh, the first class is free. The second class, I think, was like one ninety nine. Then the twenty five hundred was the third class, and then of course they pitch you. You know, like to join that program, which was like $25,000, Just, you know, at that time, I wasn't ready to, you know, commit that type of money to it because I wasn't really 100% for sure, you know, if it's what I wanted to do. So uh, I got on YouTube, and of course, the first person I found was Max Maxwell. Yeah. So I started watching this video, and then I ran into another guy. And then I ran into you. And the difference between Max, he, he gives a lot of knowledge, and you know, he gave a lot of knowledge, but what attracted me to you was just your enthusiasm about, about you know, about wholesaling, man. It was like, it was like watching your videos, you were really enthusiastic about everything you did. You know, you had that energy, and that's what I needed. You know, I didn't. So I really just got more into uh, watching you, doing my homework. I bought a couple uh, wholesaling books, like a book uh, it's called If You Can't Wholesale After This. Uh, I, I read that. Uh, just constantly watching the YouTube videos, man. And then I think I got, uh, I actually bought some baby signs, bought some baby signs. 
and I actually did a visit on one house. I didn't get it under contract, let it put, let it put my offer was a little too low. Um, the second house, a guy called me from a family side and I actually got it under contract. Uh, it was a house in uh, Fort Arthur, Texas. It had been, had some, uh, actually a lot of flood damage to it, but it was a house in like two lots and I think I got it under contract for maybe like about, I think about 60,000. But the ARV was like around, I think one fifty. But it was a house in two lots, so um, I never got that deal closed. Uh, it kind of fell through, you know, there was a lot going on with the house. Uh, it was actually a pretty big house and they had added some stuff like a 3,000, 3,200 foot uh, greenhouse was built on to it. Hey, hey, um, hey, Keith, man, um, let's see if there's anything that we can do with the audio a little bit. Uh, can, can, can I switch to another computer? Yep, 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 yep. I have a laptop and it's probably a lot better than what this is. Yeah, man. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. So basically, Keith, all you need to do is uh, you can keep this on or you can exit it out and then you can jump on, get get the other laptop and then use the same link uh, to jump in, man. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. All right. I'm going to try to buy some time while Keith is going to do his thing. For those of you who recently closed your first wholesale deal, um, you can shoot me an email over to wholesale2millions at gmail.com and show me the money. Show me the proof. So send me the picture of the checks. And I'd love to get you onto the channel, right? To share, obviously, to have you share with everybody your stories, how you get your first wholesale deal done. And the reason why we do this, man, I mean, or, you know, the reason why we do this is because I want to help motivate and inspire those of you who are going through that tough time, the struggles trying to get that first wholesale deal. You know, the first one's always the tough one because you're trying to learn the process and you're trying to take the action, but you don't know exactly what you need to do. You, you know, like, like you're just kind of everywhere. Right. And uh, once you're able to close that first one, now everything becomes real to you. Right. First, it's like, you know, can I really do this? Is this for real? And until you do your first one, everything becomes so real to you. That's when the beast, mm, the beast inside of you comes out and you just going to, uh, you just gonna crush it. And I know a lot of you right now are going through that, 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 that tough time and you know, you're six months in, you're a year in, and you haven't got your first one. The only tips, the only advice that I can give you, <clears throat> and you probably hear this multiple times already, is don't give up. You see, is that things are gonna come up in your life, right? Maybe family issue, um, finance issue, you know, things are going to come up, man. That's going to try to pull you away from your goals, from your dreams. You got to understand that when you decided to be an entrepreneur, when you decided, you know what, I want to build a life for my own. I want to build my own financial freedom. I don't want a, J a nine to five, a J-O-B. I don't want to work for somebody. You got to understand what you're doing is you're going against a current. You're doing what majority of people are not doing. So guess what, man? You're going to face battles and circumstances. You know, you're going to be challenged. You're going to be tested like, like no other. Just to see if you have, right? Just to see if you have that ability. Dude, just to see if you can withstand and if you deserve it. You see, success don't come for free, man. It comes with a price. And, you know, to have things that other don't, you must do things that other people, uh, you know, like, like to have things that other people don't have, you must willing to do things that other people don't want to do. 
right? And the thing is, tough time don't last. Tough people do. So I'm telling you, man, you just gotta, you just gotta keep on going and take it each day at a time. Even a baby step. Even if you wake up and you be like, Kong, man, I re don't really feel like doing anything today, man. I, I really feel discouraged. I, you know, I just want you to understand that the seeds that you plant today, you might not harvest it a month later, two months later. But if you keep on watering it, you keep on doing the thing that you're supposed to do. I promise you. I promise you. Listen to me. One day. That seed will grow and you will harvest, right? And you will harvest all the hard work that you have put in, all the sacrifices, all the pain that you are going through right now. Dude, you already went, you already going through the pain. Why are you giving up, right? You just got to keep on pushing forward. And that's what separates the winner between the loser. It's the loser gave up too early, too soon. The winner, they just keep on going at it. Dude, there's nothing smart. Dude, there's nothing smart about me, man. I'm, I'm just an average, normal guy. High school dropout was once called a loser or failure that I was no, never going to make it in life, man. But what I did was I have to work ethic. And when I decided to uh, figure out what I wanted to do, I just put my head down and I just go at it like a madman. I just, I just learn and apply. I learn and I apply. I learn and apply. Like, you, you know, just like I was telling you earlier, knowledge without execution is really worthless. All right. And you cannot do the same thing and expect to get a different results, which means every single day you're working at the, your J-O-B. And if, you're not, if, if, you, if you don't do anything different, your life is not going to change. So you must make a decision. And when you, once you make a decision, you must make a commitment. You know, I believe that, you know, I believe that your life can't change overnight. Success doesn't happen over, uh, overnight. But one decision can change the course of your life like that. You know, once you make a decision, man, you got to stay committed. Committed means no matter what, right? I mean, to me, success is like a marriage, right? Once you, once you find somebody that you, that, that you truly fall in love, obviously, you know, you, you get married and then you make a commitment to each other, right? Through death, through as part of whatever it is. But so many people are not truly committed. They, they, they thought that, you know, you get into the marriage thing, it's all rainbows and star, but it's not, you know? It's not. It's the battle that you fight through each other that makes you stronger, right? That makes your marriage stronger. And whoever withstand all that pain and all that suffering, all that, you know, that, that as a couple you're going through, that's the power couple, right? Dude, life is not easy, right? Success is not easy. Trying to get into the 1% is not easy. The 3% is not easy. But I promise you, and we both know this, that it's worth it. Or it's worth it, worth it. <laughs> I don't mean to say worthless. It, that is worth it, all right? So uh, once again, man, I mean, Keith was in my web class, and to see him, you know, going from, you know, lost, confused, overwhelmed, stressing out, not knowing anything, to now closing his first, obviously, two deals back-to-back, -back, and to lock more property up on the contract, to me, it's absolutely, you know, it's, it's absolutely amazing so you know and and, and keith uh, keith obviously the one that, that puts in the work and make it happen you know obviously the info the knowledge is great but uh i'm i'm, I'm so happy and i'm so proud of him and uh you know for those of you who's looking to change your life who's looking to take your life to the next level right you're sick and tired of that job or, or doing the same thing and, and you can't seem to get this thing figured out and you're tired 
of trying to figure this out all on your own, man, join me on that day, December 14th. I promise you, man, I'm going to change. I'm going to change the course of your life, right? I'm going to give you all the knowledge, all the info, everything that you needed to be successful, to, to, to systemize your business, to have the right proper system, the right marketing tactic to find motivated seller, find cash buy. I'll give you everything, all the tools, all the program that we use. So it's like I said, it does cost $2,000 per person or per couple. Uh, shoot an email over to wholesale to millions at gmail.com. Keith, are you ready to go again, buddy? Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you, but it seemed like there's an echo. You, you think that you can exit the other one out? Here, here, let me just remove it. There you go, Keith. Is that better? Oh, dude, way, way better, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, man. Hey, 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 no problem. All right. For those of you, here it is. Back to Keith. Right back to you, bro. Yeah. So, uh, like I was saying, yeah, um, first deal I got on the contract, that didn't close, man. It was just a lot of problems with it. Uh, the uh, Coming to find out, the greenhouse was on the city's list to demo. Um, had multiple people interested in it. Uh, really, I need to go down on the price. I kind of had it at 60000 because uh, I was looking at the house and I thought the house was worth maybe like 30000 and the two lots were worth like 15000 a piece because they were buildable. And uh, that deal, that man, that deal fell through and that's when I heard you talking about, you know, the 5K class and you know, I had a little extra cash sitting around and you know, I always believe in cutting that learning curve in half, man. So uh, I reached out uh, to you, to you guys, and, man, got into the 5K, 5K class, and that was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Keith, awesome, man. Hey, I want to say thank you so much. And obviously, you know, um, I appreciate that uh, you took the leap of faith, make the investment, and uh, I'm glad that uh, it, uh, it paid off, bro. So now yeah. – Keith, let's talk about your uh, your first uh, deal, bro. So the first one was actually a uh, it was a duplex that one of the guys called back from one of the uh, postcards that I sent out. Um, him and another guy had uh, bought the duplex, and uh, the upstairs was totally finished, but the downstairs needed to be finished. And they were both like carpenters, so they were doing a they'd done a lot of the work themselves on the uh, property. Um, but they just kind of were bumping heads with getting the bottom section uh, finished. So they had just agreed to sell it. So when he reached out to me, you know, uh, I went over and looked at it. And like I said, the top one was totally finished. The bottom one was framed out. Uh, it had the electrical, some of the plumbing was done. It wasn't completely, but it was framed out, you know, the same as the top, which was like a two bedroom, one bath. The top was actually rented at the time for, uh, I think it was rented out for like $950 a month. Um, so, uh, you know, I went over and looked at it. I think I got it under contract then for like, like around one, I think around 140. I got it under contract for like 140. Um, I pitched it out to some of my buyers. Uh, uh, a lot of people were interested in it, but you know, as the as they as they looked at it, you know, 
they just found some things like wrong. Like the guy had told me that it was uh, it was metered for electricity. They had separate meters for electricity, but the water part hadn't been done. So uh, that that kind of <laughs> that kind of broke off a lot of deals, man. And it was a lot of the work. You know, it was like my first. It was like my first time really just looking at construction. You know in that state and looking at the plumbing, you know, when the buyer's walking through, of course they bring in their guys to look at everything. And you can see a lot of the work, I don't think it had been permitted. I don't think yeah. the plumbing section had been permitted. The electrical probably the only thing in the whole house that had been permitted. I think the guys were actually just, you know, kind of doing the work themselves and we're gonna, you know, sheetrock everything and finish everything themselves. But like I said, they they started bumping heads with each other, and then they just decided to decide to sell the property. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Now, Keith, uh, this one came from postcard or co-calling? Oh, uh, the postcard. Postcard, nice. Okay, so it, okay, so it it came from the postcard. Yeah, it was actually the postcards from uh Go Big Printing, yep. which you introduced to to us in the uh in the five K class, and it was like one of my first. Actually, it was like one of my first campaigns. <laughs> Good, man. My first campaign. I, and how much money uh, did you spend on the postcard? I think uh, that hole was like six forty three. Six hundred forty three dollars for a thirty five hundred dollar return. Yes. Not bad, huh? No, not bad at all. Okay, so you, Keith, so you got under contract for uh, you got under contract for one forty, and mm -hmm. uh, what did you uh, what did you estimate the rehab to be? Uh, I said about thirty thousand. Okay, so about thirty thousand, and then how much did you send it out to the buyer for? Uh, did I one? I think like one forty-eight. Gotcha. Okay, so one. Okay, so you sent out, and what's uh, what's the ARV? It was like two, like two thirty, like two thirty something, two thirty. Okay, let's just go. Let, okay, let's just go two thirty. Okay, so now when the seller received the postcard, and and the seller calls you, Keith. Did you lock it up over the phone or you went out and look at the property? Well, that, that one actually, I, that one I actually went out and uh, looked at. And it okay. was just because it was, it was pretty close to me. So cool. uh, I wanted to go out and uh, look at it. Okay. And uh, now how many bedroom and bathrooms? Uh, it was just two duplex a day with two in one. Two duplex? Well, it was, it was a duplex. But it was two apartments. The upstairs wow. was a two-in-one, and the bottom one was supposed to be a two-in-one. Okay, so it was okay. So it's a duplex, two two bedroom, one bath per unit. Yes. Okay, top top and bottom. Yes. Ah, okay. So it's a duplex, two bedroom, one bath up top, two bedroom, one bath on the bottom. Yes. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. And do you know roughly the square footage? Like fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred square feet. Uh, per side or divided by oh, per, per per apartment like seven seven seventy five per apartment. Gotcha. Okay. So let okay. Let's just make it easy. So seven hundred uh, square feet per unit. Mm -hmm. And now, obviously, as a duplex, the buyer or the buyer that like goes in and, and, and buy this property, um, are are they going to keep it as a rental, uh, Keith, or, or or are they flipping it? No, nah, they pretty much keep it as a rental. 
Yeah, gotcha. Okay. So basically the reason why I asked that you guys to Keith is because if the buyer's going to keep this as a rental, they're probably going to do the rehab as a rental grade, not as a flip grade, right? Yes. Gotcha. Yes, exactly. And, 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 and what needed to be done to this property, uh, Keith? Uh, so the plumbing needed to be finished. Uh, <laughs> um, pretty much the plumbing needed to be finished. It needed to be sheetrocked. Uh, cabinets need to be put in. Kitchen need to be put in. Hmm. Uh, but the guy had most of the stuff he had most of the stuff on on on, on the property to actually wow. finish the bottom. So he he was giving you like the tub, the sheetrock, the uh the sink, the cabinets. Got he it. had all the material down there to finish it. He just he, like I said, him and the guy just got into it and they never finished anything. So you were getting pretty much everything everything you needed to finish it. And it actually had a he actually had an AC unit there too that he was going to install. Mm. Kind of put a splitter in, put a splitter in to where the you know the upstairs and downstairs could share one one AC unit. Gotcha. So he gotcha. had everything there to finish it. Gotcha. So now Keith, let me ask you: Is this a regular seller, or is he is he kind of an investor? Uh, I wouldn't say investor because he only, I mean, he had that property and then he had one other house, so. Okay. I mean, I guess so, you would say he was kind of starting investing or mm, got it. something like that. Okay, no problem. Got it. And the reason why I ask Keith that is for those of you who listen is because when you come across like an investment property or, or they take title as an LLC, the chances are, yeah, they are investors. Like they're not going to sell it at a discount. But the, the thing is, you just never know. Investor is also human human also also get into financial situation i'm telling you man when i was fixing flipping i was an investor but i got myself in a very very desperate situation okay so does it even if they're investors if situation comes up they would have to sell the property at a discount so don't disqualify them if there's motivation right obviously now they understand a little bit more you know probably earnest money and all that but you know don't don't disqualify them if they're asian disqualify him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. So Keith, okay, man. So, um, 700, okay. So 700 square feet, top and bottom. So the, the seller has all the material there to finish the bottom, but not the top. Correct. Yes. The top was already totally finished. Oh, the top was, is already done. Just the bottom. Yes. Yeah. Mm. It, it just needs to do the bottom section. The top was totally, totally done. He actually had a tenant in there at the time when I first met him, but he was trying to get them out because they were, you know, uh, being late on the rent. So he was mm. trying to get them to move out. So by the time I actually sold it, they were gone. Ah, I gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So Keith, how much can, how much can we get in rent per, uh, per unit? Um, so he was rented for nine fifty, but I think, you know, you could have gotten, I think you could have got $1,100, $1,100. But for one thing, it's in Galveston and Galveston is a beach town. So, it was, and it was close to the city college. It was only like two blocks from the city college, which also made it something that, you know, an investor would want because he Desirable. knew he was yep. out. Yep, yep, absolutely. He, so Keith, 1100 is market rent. Yes. Per, per unit. Yes. So the total rent would be about 20, so 2200 total for the duplex. Yes. 
Got it. And you guys, listen, everyone that's listening to me, man, I ask Keith all these questions, ask him for a reason. So please take notes if you're new. All right. If, so 2200 because you need to understand your market and how much things are renting for. It's very important because when you can't sell to a flipper, but a landlord would buy it because the cash flow is there. Like they can't flip it because there's no margin for them, but they will buy it, fix it up, and keep it as a rental because the cash flow makes sense, all right? And sometimes you get more, um, more, more, more money out of the people that wants to buy and keep it as a rental versus someone that buy, fix, and flip them. FYI, all right? So, okay, so total rent, 22. Okay, now Keith, earlier you mentioned that you didn't know anything about construction and all that. How, do, how were you able to estimate, you know, I, I understand you went and met the seller, but how were you estimate without having that construction background to, to, the, to, to the rehab to be 30K? So or, wait, was that your original estimate? Yeah, that was my, that was, that was my original, that was my original estimate. Okay. And how do you come up with that? So, uh, once I looked at it, um, uh, I know that you're supposed to do like, uh, I think it was like, I did like a dollar amount per, per square foot to actually, to actually come up with that. And I think it was maybe like 35, $35 a square foot. Okay. Something like that it was like for a total good job or you know, to replace everything. Right. And it was, you know, it was just a rush. And actually, actually, I was, I was pretty close, man, because most of the guys that, that came out, that's right. I think the highest I ever got was like 35, you know, and some, you know, of course, some of the people could do it a lot cheaper because that's what they do. You know, when yep. you're an investor and you work with a construction crew all the time, of course, they're going to give you a cheaper price than what, if you went out, if you were a new yep. guy finding a construction crew. So one of the guys, he said he could do it. I think they could do it for like 25, maybe 25,000. So I was, I mean, I was pretty close. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, Keith, I, I was just going to say, I was just going to say that based on, based on my experience, dude, 700 square feet, complete gut job is probably going to be just like a standard grade. Yeah. 25,000. Uh, it's, it's, it would have been my estimate, but mm -hmm. anyways, so you send it out to your buyer for 148. Now, how do you, how do you find this buyer, Keith? Well, uh, man, I had been building a list of buyers. So like I told you before, I had, you know, I had sent out, I had banded signs, uh, mm -hmm. and I would get, man, people, <laughs> believe it or not, man, I was getting more buyers calling me than, <laughs> than actual, actual sellers, man. Hey man, you got some properties. Hey, you got properties here. You got, you got some properties, you know, and man, I would just say, hey, no, I don't have anything right now, you know? Uh, and I would just get their information and, you know, I was, uh, saving everything I was using, uh, I was actually using a data provider called Real Pro, which had a little small CRM in it. So I would just put them in my little buyer section. Uh, I had went on some Facebook groups and just, and in the Facebook groups, I would ask, uh, I have like, do I have any buyers like in Galveston County? Because that's the county I live in. Mm -hmm. Interested in properties in Galveston County, man. You wouldn't believe it, man. The <laughs> amount of people that would, hey, yeah, yeah, man, what you got? Send me what you got. Send me what you got. So, man, I think I had, before I actually got this deal, 
I probably had about 30, about 30 buyers. Nice. Nice. That's why I even got that deal. And nice. plus I got some, I got a lot of the buyers too from that initial, the initial property I told you about that I never did close. Yep. I had a few buyers left from that also. Nice. So for those of you who always say Kong, you see this when you're listening to many people, some of you say, well, Kong, should I find my, should I find the deal first or my cash buyer? Dude, there is no first or last, or should I find my cash buyer first and then find the deal? Dude, you do them both at the same time. You market to find motivated seller and you also put an ad up to find your cash buyer. You do it at the same time, man. There is no first or last. Oh, go find the cash buyer and then go find the dude. No, man. Just do them both, right? Like, like one thing right now, whatever Keith just mentioned, if you just do it right now, your phone will start blowing up just right now. Go to the Facebook group called Wholesaling Houses Full-Time drop in a post and say, Hey, I'm looking, my partner and I are wholesaling in this area. If you're a cash buyer, if you're a realtor or other wholesaler would love to work with you and network with you because we might got some potential deals. Dude, just do that. And I promise you, your phone will blow up. You see, um, Keith, I just came back. Um, well not just came back, but I went to uh, Las Vegas for the hundred K club conference. This is what happened to most people. And my next, my next one, I don't know, I don't know if I'm going to get like, I, but my next event that I will get invited to, I'm not going to just talk. But when I get on that stage, I'm going to start making people start taking action. People were there taking notes, dude. They were there taking notes, but not taking action. Listen to me, man. So, so guess what, man? I was, um, so at break time, right? There was like an hour, an hour and a half breaks. I was sitting there. Right. And then this, and then, and then this, this, this gal come up and there was another, um, um, there was another lady from our web class came up obviously, uh, to greet, uh, to greet me. And I told her and she hasn't done her first deal. And you guys, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to get off track, but the, but, but this is important because action is the key to your success. Not taking notes, not gathering information is taking action. So she came up and she, 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 I was like, so how was the conference? You got a lot of stuff out of it? She said, yeah, I, I got a lot of information. I said, have you took any action? Have you done anything since yesterday at the meeting? She said, no. Guess what I did, Keith? I told her to pull out her phone. We start putting some ad on Craigslist for buyers, for seller. We start posting, ad, we start posting things on the wholesaling Facebook uh, group. All right. And then we also... Um, uh, and then I also took her, I think we, we spent like almost four, 30 minutes plus. She, she put her phone there, start putting ad on Craigslist and uh, start generating some, uh, putting ad for cash buyer. Guess what, man? Just 20 minutes later. And she, and, and she started out and, and she's been doing this for the, I think she's been learning for the last month or two months or, or whatever. Right. And she has a full-time job. She has not done one thing. Keith, literally, man, 20 minutes. I, I wish I, I would have captured on, uh, on camera because my camera gal did, was, was, was late to, uh, she, she thought that she was supposed to come at 11 o'clock, but I, I was there early. Yeah. Literally, Keith, 20 minutes later, she came up to me and she's like, Kong, look, guess what? I got a seller that contacted me. Now, I don't know if it's motivated or not, right? But I got a seller that just contacted me and said they have a property to sell. You see, man, it's about taking the action. So many of you know exactly what you need to do 
but you're not doing it and you're procrastinating and you keep on finding information and, and gathering knowledge. Dude, yes. I'm telling you, execute is the key. And yeah, man, I mean, so, so that's like her first and she was so excited. But anyways, that's all I want to tell you. It's like, whatever you hear, you, after this, man, you got to take action right away or just pause the video, go take action and jump, jump back on again. Yeah. All right. So Keith now, okay. So I, I know that you, you go to those sites and, uh, and build your cash buyer. So where, yeah. so where, so, so where this buyer came from? So the buyer that actually, so long story, <laughs> I didn't, I, the buyers that came out and looked at, a, at the property, like most of those were, like I say, from my buyers list. So I didn't get any, uh, any of those to buy it. Okay. So then I finally ran into this one buyer. He contacted me uh, through Facebook. The, the property had been on there for like a month, maybe a month. Yeah, about a month. Facebook so he contacted me through Facebook. He was really interested in it, you know. So right. he came out, he came out and he looked at the property. And he was just telling me, man, he said, I really like it. He said, but I just can't, I really can't do it at that price, you know. So I asked him, I said, well, what what price could you do it at? And he was like, man, uh, maybe uh I think he told me like 130. Okay. He said he could do it at 130. So I said, so if I could get my uh, seller, you know, to go down to 130, you know, you'd go ahead and buy it. And he was like, yeah, he said 130. So, of course, I had to get my assignment fee in. So I ended up re uh, renegotiating with the seller, and I actually got him down to 120. I actually got him down to 122. I actually got him down to 122. So, uh the buyer he looked at it, but then he wanted to he wanted to bring his his contractor his contractor out to look at it. So he looked at it the first day. He brought the contractor out the second day because he was going to have to squeeze the numbers to kind of get it to get it at that price. Uh, so when he came to look at it, man, his contractor, you know, he was on his game, and come to find out the. On the second, on the bottom level, the roof was not regular. The ceiling would not be regulation. It has to be seven feet. Mm. So once you, and he, when he measured it, it was already at like 16. And that was without flooring and sheetrock. So man, that, that just, that kind of just crashed that whole little deal right okay. there. So man, I, I left it, I left it on face, you know, I left it on Facebook. I kept in contact kept in contact with the seller. He was like, man, look, he said, man, I'm going to let you keep it as long as you want to. He said, if he was telling me, if I didn't have it sold by December, he said, man, I'm just going to take it back and finish it myself. So I got an extension. I got an extension from him all the way, you know, all the way to December. So man, uh, this was maybe about three weeks ago, three weeks ago, a lady contacted me about the property. She contacted me through the through one of the Facebook groups also. Okay. Um, and she was like, "Yeah, uh, I'm really interested. In, you know, do you have it for sale?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's still, you know, the contract's still for sale." And she was like, "Uh, but when can I come look at it?" You know, I had a lockbox on it by then, and I think I was at work, so I told her, "I say, hey, you can go out there. You know, you can go out there and look at it. You know, it's a lockbox." The way I do it is 
I don't just give you the uh, code in the group. I ask you to go out to the property and once you're there at the door, give me a call and then I give you the code. Mm, that smart. way I ain't just giving it to them, you know, in a, in, a, in a Facebook group and you never go out there, you're giving it to somebody else. You know, call me once you're at the door. Jeez, boom, dude. That is that is some nuggets right there, bro. That's good, bro. Good. Yeah. Um, so she called me when she was at the door. I gave her the code. She went in, she looked at it. So she called me back and she was like, Well, you know, I can't really do it. You know, like I had it at 130 then. She was like, I can't really do it at at the uh 130. She tried to get me to go down to like 112. <laughs> I said, so I told her, I said, you know, uh, I said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. You know, I said, I can give it, I can give it a try, but I doubt it if I'll be able to do it at 112. So, uh, so I didn't hear back from her for like a week or two. So it was getting close. It was getting closer to the, you know, the end date of my contract. Mm -hmm. So of course, I was getting ready. I went out there and took my lockbox off the off the uh, off the property. I took the keys, put them in the mail. I put them in the mailbox, and I went on the Facebook. I went on Facebook and just put the property as sold. I was done because I had it under contract since like August, man. And I'm like, man, you know. So, uh, so when I put it on sold, I, I promise you, not even five minutes later. This lady, that same lady called me. She said, hey, she said, you sold it? I was like, no. I was like, you know, I didn't hear back from you, you know, so I didn't think you wanted the property. She said, well, I'll tell you what, I want it. She said, can you do it for me at 125? So I was like, uh, I was like, uh, I don't know, 125. I was like, uh, I say, how about about 125.5? And she was like, okay, okay, that's a deal. And I was saying, uh, I asked her, I said, well, I need a, uh, can you drop off your non-refundable check today? And she was like, yes, of course. She said, I can, uh, I can meet you at like uh, seven o'clock. And she stayed like maybe about six miles from where I'm at. So we met, uh, well, actually I sent her the contract through DocuSign. Immediately, she signed the contract, sent it, sent it, uh, sent it right back. I met her at like seven a.m. means seven p.m. at a uh, outlet mall we have right down the street from my house. She gave me a check, sent it off to. Uh, I sent the uh, contract off to my title company, uh, mailed my check in to the uh, to the title company, and that was that deal. And, she closed on it. I mean, she closed on it immediately. You know, it was it was no hesitation within that. Within, I think, like, I think we they she signed the paperwork that Friday. I got it. I got everything done that Saturday before she signed the paperwork that Friday. But and that's another thing I've learned that a lot of people don't like to do. Investors don't like to do closings on Friday. And that's because they say it's usually they you run into issues with funding. You know, if you're getting hard money funding or whatever, a lot of investors say, man, I don't like to do deals on Fridays. I'd rather Monday through Thursday because Fridays you run into a lot of you run into a lot of issues. A lot of people like to leave the office early 
or they have plans with their families and they're not there. So Monday through Thursday is probably the best day to do closing because that's what happened. Didn't get the funding that day, but they had signed all the paperwork and the funding ended up coming in that Monday and that deal was that deal was done. And that was it. Boom! Keith dropping another nuggets right there, you guys. So if you ever set your closing Monday through Thursday, and I have found I agree with Keith. I've run into the same problem. We're closing on a Friday. Um, it's, uh, it's a little bit tough because uh, just like well, what Keith mentioned, so you want to make sure that you get it closed. Monday to Thursday is probably the, uh, the closing date that you want to set with your buyers. Yes. Keith, man, I want to say congrats, bro. And um, thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing uh, with us your stories and all of that. Now, there's one thing that I want to share with everyone that's listening to is you see how Keith turned this no deal into a deal. A lot of you are worried that you might lock up a, a property at a wrong price. And because of your fear, it holds you back from doing your first deal because you're not 100% sure if it's a deal or not a deal and you're hesitant and you're worried and all of that. But I'm telling you, if the seller is motivated, if the seller has motivation in there, I'm telling you, that lock it up on a contract, do what you need to do, and then your buyer will give you the feedback, right? Your buyer will give you feedback. Don't yeah. be afraid that, oh, yeah, you know what, Kong, it's my first deal. I'm so scared. It might be wrong. My number might be off. I'm telling you, that fear is holding you back from doing your first deal. Listen, if it's wrong, you can at least learn from it, all right? But now, what? guess what, man? You have something to start talking to your buyers, sending out there, getting more people to look at it, right? You're getting exposure, right? Because people will contact you and say, oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that, that, that number doesn't make sense. I'm interested in that area, but the number doesn't make sense. At least now you'll be like, well, what works for you, right? You can turn, dude, we do it all the time as well. Turn a no deal into a deal. We get a lock up on a contract at, at, at the wrong price, right? Buyer comes in. Mike, see, when I lock a property out on a contract, here's my key. Here is the key. I just want someone to bite on it. If it's, a, if it's the wrong price, I don't care. I just need someone to bite on it. If no one bites on it, then that's bad, right? Because now you have nobody to talk to. But when somebody bites on it, that's when you know you got something going on here because you can turn that no deal into a deal because you got a, a, a motivated seller. Now you just need that buyer that wants a deal. When they want the deal, just like what Keith did. Oh, yeah, you know what? That 130, man, it's not going to work for me. What, you know, Keith came back and said, well, what will work for you? Now he got a number from a solid buyer that is ready to go. He went back and all he does is going to do his best and renegotiate with the seller and to make it work. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, no harm, no foul, right? You just back off and obviously you just part ways. The only thing that I, the only thing that I want to share with Keith here on his next deal, Keith, is that you, so the good thing that you asked the buyer, so what works for you? He said 130. You see, when he say, when a buyer say that, Keith, the next thing you should say is, and which you said it, well, I don't know if I can, I'll have to go back and talk to the seller to see if I can make it work. Now, if I can make it work and get the seller to agree, are you ready to move forward to close on this or do you need to go back and see the property? You want to at CC that because when, when the buyer say, okay, nope, I'm ready to go. I don't need to, to, to go back in. Boom. That's what you want. If they said, no, you know what? I, I'm not exactly sure. I need to get my contractor back. 
that's yeah. when you say, hey, why don't you get your contract to go back in there and then give me a solid answer? Because I, I don't want the, I don't want, you know, to, to, to go to the seller, renegotiates, and then, you know, the seller feel like we're playing game. I want to come back. I want to come back to the seller. I want to come in strong, right? Put us in a very, very strong positions to get this deal done for you. So I need like a solid answer. And then also too, is you want to get, Hey, how soon can you close? If I can get that price work. Now you get a solid commitment from your buyer and then you go back and renegotiate. It'll put you in a, such a strong position. Okay. Yes. And, and in this case, you know, if, 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 if you would ask that the buyer would say, yeah, you know, you know what? I have to get my contract to go in there to see one more time. No problem. Get the contractor, go in there and see one more time and then get a solid answer. That way you won't, you don't fall into the, 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 the place where, oh, you went back, renegotiated, like Keith did at 122, came back to the buyer, buyer's like, oh, you know what? I can't, I have to get my contractor. Now he's second guessing. So he went for, now he can't do the 130 no more. So for Keith, it's like, okay, well, you know, now he doesn't even want the property. So Keith is yeah. stuck. So, so I actually, cause I actually did that on that second deal though. That second deal was, oh man, it was, that sucker was so smooth. I had that under contract and closed within 15 days. And it was, and it was a like, like you said, like you do, you said, look, I remember you always saying, look, you got one shot to come out and look at the property. After that, that's it. So what I did with that second deal was I set up a date. And actually, the owners were still in the property. So I set up a date and I had three buyers come out. I say, look, you got, you got one time to come out. So if you need to bring your contractor with you, bring, bring your contractor. This is this is it. So after after we go out and look at the property, I'm just gonna take the highest bid and that'll be it. So on the second one we went out. Well, actually they went out because I did this one virtually. Nice. I did this one virtually. I, uh, my actually my VA, my VA she uh, she did the she did the inbound. I did the outbound. Got it under contract for 133. Uh, set a date. Like I told him, uh, I told the seller that I was going to have, you know, some of my partners come out, come out, some of my partners and a couple of contractors come out and, you know, actually verify everything on the property, man. They went out, they verified everything, they left, they all called back, gave me their offers. And one guy, he had the, uh, he had the highest offer. So, I mean, it wasn't very much money to be made because the, actually the property was in great condition. It only needed minor stuff. Like I think the one guy, he said, man, all I'm gonna do, all he was gonna do for it, he was gonna repaint it, uh, put granite, it had a chipped, it had one tile that was broken. He was gonna repaint the interior and the exterior. Uh, I think power wash like the driveway and stuff uh, and refinish, refinish the hardwood floors. And the, uh, the, uh, Estimated repairs from him end up just being like twelve thousand dollars. Nice, that was it. So the house was actually in great condition. The people, the, the people wanted to move because they were moving from a nineteen hundred square foot house, and they had just bought a thirty five hundred square foot house, which they were trying to close on in December. So they were just they wanted to get a little money out of the property, man, and just be done with it. Nice, so nice. That, so that, that deal within that deal was like under contract and closed within 15 days. And he actually, he actually signed the paperwork the same day that the other lady signed her paperwork. And 
picked up both of the checks on that Monday. Boom. Yeah, baby. So that's, so that's the one for 5,000, right? The second one. Yes. Nice, yes. Keith. Congrats, man. So for those of you, you want to make sure that you control your deal and prep and set your intention up with your buyer and with your seller. So if they are a tire kicker, right? When you tell them, Hey, this is a one-time walkthrough slash inspection. So you bring your lender, you bring your partner, you bring your contractor, whoever you need to bring and, and give me a date that all will work for you. I'll set it up for you. Right. But I want you to let you know it's a one-time walkthrough because dude, you don't want the buyer to come back when they come back multiple time, dude, things are going to come up. They, they're going to get cold feet and it's going to cost you a deal. Okay. And listen, man, everything I share with you guys, it's not something you can read in a book, dude. This is, this is all me going through my personal experience for the last past eight years that I've been doing this business, man. You see, turning a no deal into a deal, dude, like who tell you that? And also to those of you who listen to people that said, Hey, you know what? Don't lock a property up under contract unless you know that you can for sure sell it. Come on, man. <laughs> Listen, man, if that is the tech that, that you are going to go with, I promise you, dude, that it's going to take you a long, long time to get your first deal. Because when you're starting out, right? When you're starting out, unless you are the buyer, unless you are the buyer, I'm telling you, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to get deals that falls apart. We still do it till today. There is no 100% sure unless you are the actual buyer. There is no 100% sure. So I'm telling you, if you're waiting to like, oh, I, I you know, I, I, I don't want, um, like, I, I don't want it to cost my reputation and, and all that. Or, or you listen to people say, hey, unless you are for sure, you cannot do that. I'm telling you that if you, if you think like that, it's going to take you forever. I mean, agree or disagree, comment below and let me know. All you can do is be upfront with the seller, all right, and do the best you can. So if you're not 100% sure, you let the seller know, hey, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do, right? There's going to, you know, and, and I want you to understand that there's going to be, you know, you, you're going to give us this amount of time for us to send our, bar, our contract to go in there. We got to verify everything right before we move to closing. So I want you to understand that. If you are concerned, then that's and then then you can say that, but I'm telling you that there is no 100% sure, all right. And if you are listening to people that say, "Hey, I don't lock anything up un unless I sell it," listen to me. They probably only do one deal a year, two like like they don't do enough deal, dude. Or they're or they are the actual buyer. If you're wholesaling on volumes, dude, you're gonna have you're gonna have to fall apart. And especially when you first start and when you first learn this business, man. You are going to fall. The deals are going to fall apart. Maybe you lock up your first, your second, your third deal. It's not going to go through. But guess what, man? Through all of those failure, you learn from it. And that's how you, and that's how you close your first deal, dude. Okay? So I'm, I'm just giving you the real world. All right? I, I'm just being real with you. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything and, and say, hey, you know, I don't. Dude, no. I have deals fall apart, man. Right? And I'm telling you, if, if you're concerned, then you just got to tell the seller, hey, you know, okay, so we agree on this price, but I want to let you know that I'm, we are going to send our contractor out just to verify all the information on the property, make sure it's correct. If it's correct, everything you told us, there's no reason why we couldn't move forward to closing. You know, if it's not, then I want you to understand that we will have to come back and we'll have to discuss and we have to talk to you, but still how we can make this work, all right? There it is, all right? So I want to let you guys know that. Um, but anyways, Keith, uh, we're running out of time. I want to say thank you so much for jumping on. I want to ask you one last question, man. The VA, uh, 
did you hire that yourself or uh, or was that BA from a uh, BA dream team? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get her from you, Kong. It was actually before. It was before. Uh, it was kind of before you started. I think you may have been starting right at the same time when okay. I was. Uh, it's all cool, man. So where? Uh, so where? Uh, so where did you get your BA? It was actually. I think it's twenty four seven twenty four seven VA dot com. I had kind of just reached out in the uh, group. Sure. Uh, no problem, man. 247vas.com. You see, yeah. I asked I Keith that because I feel like our VA service, there is no competition. Now, let me ask you this, Keith. When you get your VAs, were they pre-trained? Were they pre-trained on how to talk to seller or is that something you have to do? No. So they were, they were, they, she had a lot of real estate experience, you mm. know, she had been doing it for like five years. Uh, mm. Um, she was, she was familiar, like, uh, with the dial I was using, cause I was using like IQ dial before I switched to call tools. She was familiar with Podio because actually I used, you know, I, I know, um, you know, when we joined the group, you sent us out the, the marketing package and, yep. you know, I watched your wife video and, you know, talking to them about making sure you're interviewing them and not just accepting a, you know, accepting whatever VA they, they gave you. So they sent me, they they gave me, we got on Skype. I had like three VAs and I went through and I, I asked the questions. And I remember your wife was saying like important questions are like, you know, she didn't really hire people that had kids because regardless of what they tell you, you know, when they're on the clock, they're going to have to tend to their kids because most VAs work from home. Yep. Make sure, make sure English was good and that she was familiar with everything that I was going to be doing. So the only thing I, that was different for her was was the script you know using your using your uh inbound script so mm -hmm. i sent you know i sent her the script and i and i just reinforced that like all the time hey it's important that you study the script i understand it's a lot different we ask a lot more we get a lot more information that you normally than what you normally would get because they're usually used to just just sitting just setting an appointment you know yep. setting an appointment and then you go out and you do you do all the rest of everything. So, uh, yeah, I sent her the script. She studied it. She studied it. We did some uh, mock cold calls where she would call me or, you <laughs> know, I would call Lynn and I'm just making sure, she, you know, she was she was following the script and everything, you know. And we, we've worked through a lot of different – we've worked through a lot of, you know, little issues. You know, I listen to her phone calls, you know. I may go back, hey, okay, well, you missed – you know, you missed this question. She, you know, and she was, she's real good about, you know, correcting it and not letting it happen again. You know, yep. she's real good about apologizing. She'd be like, you know, I, I apologize. And I know, you know, I, I understand, you know, that you're used to doing it one way and doing it this way is something that's totally different. But, good. you know, ever since then, you know, uh, she's real good, man. Actually, her name is Mel. You know, so I want to give a <laughs> give a shout out to Mayo. Shout you know, out to Mayo. Good, you know, good. You know, if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have gotten a deal. I ain't gonna say I wouldn't have gotten a deal, but you know, she was able. The reason I hired a VA, and I know a lot of people are against hiring a VA. You know, when you don't have your first deal. But like I said, you know, I had a pretty good job. So when I when I got into the wholesaling, I had a little money set aside to kind of. Investing. The only reason I hired a VA is because of my work schedule. My work schedule is so inconsistent that I couldn't consistently cold call 
at the at the right times because I work days, I work nights. So I'm right. at work, I'm at work in the evening time sometime, and then you know, I sometimes I don't get off to six o'clock. So at six, I might have a good two hours to cold call, you know, or the days when I work nights, the only time I could cold call was in the morning. So I wanted some consistency in my business. So that was my purpose of hiring a VA. That way I could have somebody cold calling for me every, almost every single day. So she called, she cold calls five days out of the week, which is uh, Tuesday, which is Tuesday through, uh, Tuesday through Saturday for me. Right. And I'll, I'll do, I'll do, uh, I'll do some cold calling on Monday whenever, nice. you know, my schedule, you know, uh, gives me time. Nice, nice, nice. You guys, uh, Keith, I I'm sorry, man. Um, but uh, we're running out of time. Like, listen, man, there, there is no competitions when it comes to uh, my wife VA's uh, dream teams because these VAs, she has already been pre-trained them with the King Kong script. There is no VA service out there that pre-train your VAs on how to talk to seller to help you filter, qualify your leads, or cold call for you. Now, there is, like I said, there is no competition. So if you want to go and check it out, 247vas.com, that's where Keith hired. Or if you want to hire your own VAs, you can also go to Upwork.com. Upwork.com. When you're unsatisfied with that, then shoot me an email um, for VA Stream Team. You can follow on Facebook. Check out a ton of the uh, a killer testimonial, and it'll speak for itself. Facebook uh, group is, um, or I'm sorry, Facebook page is VAS Dream Team. Um, or if you have any questions. You can shoot an email over to sales, S-A-L-E-S, at basdreamteam.com. Listen, there is no competition out there, okay? So if you don't believe me, go ahead and try the sites. But, um, but first of all, I want to say congrats to Keith. You know, it's, it's like, dude, your employee is good or not. It's depending on how good of a leader you are. So it shows that Keith is a good leader, um, you know, so he knows how to train. He knows uh, to talk to his employee and, and all of that. So... Good for you, man. Good, good for you. And I'm happy and I'm excited for Keith. And now Keith, just to wrap it up, man, I know that people probably want to connect with you and have questions or, or, or do deals together. Where can they reach out and connect with you, buddy? Uh, so on uh, Facebook, I have, uh, I have a business page, which is Exclusive Housing Solutions. Uh, I also have my personal Facebook, which is uh, Keith and Herring's SR. And I also have an Instagram, which is exclusive underscore housing underscore solutions. So, <laughs> so, so Keith, you can reach that, me on either three. Okay, bro. So Keith, if you can email uh, those all of those over, and then I'll have uh, and then I'll have Keith, my web guy, uh, pop it in uh, to the descriptions. All right. Okay. Keith, I want to say thank you so much, and also to everyone that's listening. If you haven't followed me on Instagram, hit me up on IG. Go to Kong K H A N G dot like a period W T M. On there, you'll see that I'll post a check. So Keith, also to um, for those of you, I really appreciate each and every single one of you. Helps to grow the family. All the love, all the support. I want to say thank you so much. And for those of you who's trying to get your first deal, I want to say good luck. And I want to tell you that you got to take massive action and don't let anything or anybody host you back from accomplishing your dreams. Because if Keith can do it, and if I can do it as high school dropout, if we both can do this, there is no reason why you can't. I want to say thank you so much, Keith. Have a great rest of your day, bro. You too. And hey, join that web class. Join that 2K web class, man. I promise you, it's worth it. <laughs>
Keith, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Until next time, you guys take care and ciao. Ciao.